Hi friends, this is Misty Phillip, founder of Spark Media. Welcome to the Spark Media Podcast Conversations. We thank you for listening. Please follow the podcast and make sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Larry Roberts back with another awesome episode here directly live from the Spark Media Conference here at the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee. This is the third year for the conference, and man, we've been having some tremendous conversations with attendees, and right now I'm sitting next to Dawn Damon. Dawn, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you so much for having me, Larry. This is a great opportunity. Appreciate I, it's it. a great opportunity for me because I get to know you better. So that's tremendous. So it's a win-win. It is a win-win. We're both just having a great highlight here. <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time at Spark? This is my very first time. Okay. And it was just a moment that I found out about it on a Thursday. And two days later, I'm on an airplane coming out here. So I felt the Holy Spirit just, you know, prick my conscience and say, this is for you. So that's amazing. So how's it been so far? Because here we are, we're halfway through day two. How's it been so far? It's it's wonderful. I'm having such a great time. First of all, networking. I get to sit with great people like you doing these kinds of things, meeting wonderful people who are in the industry, bringing their message to the world. And that's just a great thing. Lots of training and teaching. So I'm just really glad that I made the investment. Awesome. 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 This is my first time here as well. And okay. my experience while I'm here interviewing folks, it's also been very, very positive. And it's just, it, it seems tremendous. Everybody here seems like they're really learning. They're engaging. Uh, they're having a good time actually being able to uh, get involved in emotion instead yes. of necessarily emojis, which wow. is where we've been over the last couple of years. How you like that? I came up with that this morning. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was rather <laughs> smooth. Yes. I might have to steal that. No, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it just it just fit because it was a running theme of everybody that I've talked to are so happy to be back in person, hugging necks, Absolutely. shaking hands, and just interacting in a live setting. Yeah, real people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we almost forgot how to be social. We call it social networking and marketing, but the reality is is that we are now face-to-face with people, and we've almost forgotten what it is to embrace, to see eye-to-eye, to talk face-to-face. Well, we've gotten so used to just putting those little one-sentence replies yeah. or even just the, the 100 emoji or the fire emoji. The praying yeah, hands. Yeah, the praying hands, whatever it may be there. That's social media. Exactly. Instead of so- social, what do we call it? Social engagement, maybe. Engagement. Yeah. You know, being community. Yeah. Being what Jesus talked about yeah, well, with. He was with the disciples. He right. was with them. This is soul withing. We do soul winning in our messaging, but how about soul withing? How do you like that? I like that. that. I like, like that. what I just did. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty slick. Pretty, pretty slick. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don, tell me about you and your show. What's the name of your podcast? The name of my podcast is The Bravehearted Woman. Okay. And the premise of the podcast is my audience is for women who are 40 and older, kind of approaching the second half of life, uh-huh. okay? And they wake up one morning and they find out that their purpose has gone to college, moved out. And they now wonder, what am I doing with my life? Perhaps I took care of everyone else, the husband, the kids, the boss, whatever it was. I served in the church. But now I feel a little bit stuck in the mundane and average. And the reality is, is that I had a dream in my heart when I was younger. Yeah. And I didn't fulfill it. And now I wake up with some regret on a regular basis. But I'm terrified to make a change. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the steps to take. 
So I am known as the Bravehearted Mentor. I love it. And what I do is help women find their brave, dig deep down inside and say, okay, you really want to do this? Do you want to? There's a book out by Bronnie that says the five regrets of the dying. And the number one regret of the dying is that I didn't take time to be authentic to myself. Wow. And so what I feel that means is that I'm dying with the song still in me, yeah. with the book still unwritten, the Miles Monroe thing, the most expensive place in all the world is not the oil fields or the diamond fields, but indeed the graveyard where all of the untapped potential lies dormant. Wow, that is super, super powerful and a message that so many other creators could benefit from hearing, not just other audience members, folks that are following your show, but creators as a whole. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the trappings of being someone else. Absolutely. And we don't say, and that's why I call it brave, because we don't think, well, we look around, we say, well, it's already being done. It's already being done. It's not being done by you. See, that's so hard to, to, it's so hard to understand because even though I've been podcasting for seven years, this is what I do. This is what I love. Very rarely do I share my story because I Uh think the same thing. I go, oh man, nobody wants to hear my story. Nobody, they've heard it all before. It's the same song and dance. Yeah. So we say in writing, you know, and in podcasting, the more the more specific you become, the more universal you become. And so when I share my story of being a trauma survivor yeah. and of getting married and not understanding that now the problems of my marriage are a direct connection to what happened to me when I was a child. And when I share that story, I've now just become very universal to a whole group of people who say, ooh, yeah, that was me. I thought I was the only one. So, Larry, we need to hear your story. We need to know what happened, dude. We need to know what, who is Larry? Who is Larry Roberts? That's a good question. Maybe Larry needs to figure out who you know. Uh, it, you know, it, it is. It's it's that, and I actually coined the term, I, I call it pity porn. Oh, it's a pretty shocking that's, term. Yeah, that's yeah. An addiction right there. Yeah, but it's pity. And that's right. why I don't want, that's why I hesitate to share the story. Because I'm like, oh, woe is me. That's all I'm doing. I'm sharing my story just to hear pity. That's not it at all. Absolutely not. I'm not looking for that. But I don't want it to come across as that. So you share it from a place of empowerment. Don't share it from a place of being a victim. And when you share it from a place of empowerment, taking 100% responsibility, not for what happened, but for what you did from that moment on. So for me, I decided early on, I will not be a victim. I was victimized. That yeah. is what happened to me. Yeah. But because I turned it over to God, it actually happened for me, which is hard for, for people to wrap their sure. minds around. But I refuse to share it from a place of pity. Yeah, I agree with I you. I love that. I love that. That is so strong. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned that before. I've used that term in other interviews and never had I had the response that I just got from you. Oh, see? So that's flipping why it around and doing it from a position of empowerment absolutely. as compared to a position of victimhood. That's right. This is what made me. This is what gave me the tenacity that I have. This is why I'm resilient. This is why I have a comeback spirit. This is like the palm tree. You can knock it over, but you can't uproot it. It'll, you know, you see a hurricane that's happened and you drive by and you see those palm trees just, you know, weighted down and almost touching the ground. And a couple of days later, you drive by again and it's like, I'm back. Yeah. Stand yeah. it straight up. So that's how you share your story. You let them know, you know what? And I don't blame. I don't point the finger. I point the thumb. I look at myself and say, what did I do from this point on? Well, I, I had a friend of mine that I always liked to say, if you point at somebody else, remember there's always three fingers. Yeah, coming right back at you. <laughs> and I used to hate when he said that, but it's so true. It's true. And I'm not saying that it was my fault. Absolutely never the fault of the survivor. Right, Please right. hear that. 
all it is is like I say, somebody got sick and threw up all over you. So now what are you going to do? Blame them for the rest of your life? Or you're going to go take a shower and live your life? That's amazing. That, yeah. That's amazing. So let me ask you, just kind of changing gears a little sure. bit, what have you enjoyed the most out of being here at the conference so far? Well, first of all, just like what we did, just meeting people and sharing stories and hearing the amazing creativity of God's people, yeah. the kinds of podcasts that are going on, the true crime podcast and yeah, podcasts yeah. for I women. Had a conversation with her earlier. Right? Yeah. that's She's an amazing podcast. Oh, she's man. Got a great story. Matter of fact, she was just on stage. She just was on yeah, stage. That's yeah. what made me think of it. Yeah. And um, this gentleman walking right here that does the whole Walt Disney thing and the dream podcast and making elephants fly and so that's really exciting, getting to see the creativity and the different things that God gives people, but also, you know, honing the skills, becoming yeah. better and becoming excellent. And I'd be lying if I didn't say what's been really cool is the girlfriend party that we've been having. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest if I said I don't feel a little left out. Well, you know, you are left out. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't get the invite. I didn't. But, no, no, I didn't. But that's okay. But I do <laughs> have a consolation prize for you, by the oh, way. You do? Yeah, I did. Okay. I actually brought you one of my books. I oh, just, wow. I really felt inspired to do the this. Freedom so. Challenge for Men. Yes. 60 Days to Untie the Cords That Bind You. Awesome. And you're a co author with the. Uh, yeah, Colin. so, my, yeah, my husband's actually okay. the co author with me. I wrote the first book for women, and he read it six, seven times. He said, We got to do this for men. Wow. Yeah, now I will tell you that the men's book is twice as thick as the woman's. And that's because I only had to say it once for the woman, but I did <laughs> have to say it twice. Well, I was going to say that our, our skulls tend to be twice as thick, so we're, we're a little harder to get through. We're just to. going deeper. It's yeah. a deeper dive yeah. for the men. Oh, no, that's so, cool, man. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. This is awesome. So what are you looking for in the near future? What are the goals for the podcast? The marketing piece was really important for me because I love doing content. I love providing and offering the, the message of the podcast. And then I do produce it myself and do the post editing and all of that. Then I get it up on social media. And then I kind of just let it sit there because I'm moving on to the next thing. Right. So the marketing and making, how can I, more people find out about this? Sure. How can I get it out there? So that's the takeaway right now for me is that I am going to really up the ante when I get home, strengthen my marketing, my social media marketing, and maybe even leverage some of that, get somebody to help me that uh, they can take it to the next level because I need to focus on content. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't want to do the logistics of it. I want to do the heartbeat. Yeah. Them do the skeleton. That's that's the hard part. And, and so many creators struggle in that arena. They yeah. struggle in creating the content and then getting the content out there. Because not only are we creating the content, providing the content, but a lot of creators, they're individual shows. I mean, they're, they're one-person shows. Yes. So they're creating the content. They're editing the content. They're publishing the content. They're promoting the content. And there's so many hours in the day. Well, that's exactly it. And that's why a lot of entrepreneurs actually fail in the first year of business because they try to do it all. I'm a pastor as well and a church planter. And that's the thing about church planting. You see us trying to do everything. So I learned early on, delegate, 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 do what you're good at and see if you can find someone else to help you. No, that, that's, that's a key piece of advice for any content creators that are listening to this, anybody here at the conference. If they can just put that little feather in their cap and run with that, I think that would be very tremendous and very helpful for everybody involved. Yeah, so, I do too. So what do you look for in a guest? Do you have guests on the show? So I actually have two podcasts. Okay. The one is called Bravehearted Woman, but I also do a podcast called Arise Esther, This Is Your Moment. I do that for the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, otherwise known as AWSA. 
Okay. And we have a magazine called Leading Hearts. And so I am the official podcast of that ministry. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And I interview authors and speakers and help them articulate for their listening audience what their Esther moment was. Uh, Queen Esther that stepped up for such a time as yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I say, what was your Esther moment? Because just even writing, uh, so many women will say, or, or authors in general, it took a lot of courage for me to put this in a book. Yeah. My story, this, that. So we we call that an Esther moment, rising up to the occasion to say, you know, like we just talked about you, yeah. Larry, and your yeah. testimony that's forthcoming, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you say that with such conviction. It'll come. <laughs> It'll haunt you at night. I do share from time to time, okay. just not as in-depth as I probably should, yeah. or and definitely not as much as I could, but right. uh, but it's interesting. It's something that I'm coming to grips with, and actually, I'm, I'm looking to write a book this year. There's That's one of the goals for this year, Wonderful. is to write that book, but I, I want to structure it in a way where it's from a position of empowerment and not Absolutely. from a position of victimhood. And that's been the biggest struggle in how to write a book that way and tell a story that way. Right. So uh, hopefully others that are listening to this can have that same inspiration and do the same thing. Yes, right. I think that that, that just resonated with me, with you saying that. Good. That was so powerful. Good. And I appreciate that. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, you're not whining, you're just reporting. Yeah, I love this that. what happened. I love that. Thank uh -huh. you so much for that. That's, that's phenomenal. So tell us one more time, where can people find your shows, plural? Yes. And find you and reach out and maybe make contact with you. Okay, so very easy. Dawn Damon, that's D-A-M-O-N, DawnDamon.com. I'm on all the usual suspects of social promotion, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Dawn Damon. And the show is on Apple, Spotify, Arise Esther, and The Bravehearted Woman. Amazing, amazing. I can't thank you enough for the book. Thank you so much. I can't wait to dig into this. Give me something to do while I fly home tomorrow. I can jump go. in there and just start reading right out of the gate. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank I you for having it. me on, Larry. Appreciate it. I'll it's talk fun. to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye.